what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit Feel Real Talk podcast with Juliana. We are diving into an episode today called Disrupting Your Default. Disrupting Your Default. So default is like the, the basic settings that you can think your, your iPhone is on or your Android is on or your computer is on, but basically the default settings that you live with every day. So some of these could include when you wake up, when your alarm goes off, you immediately hit snooze and you end up staying there for you know 30, 45 minutes longer than you wanted to and then you start off your day and you're sort of in a bad mood, or maybe you eat the same foods every day, maybe you go through the same motions every day, but default mode is the mode and the practices or the habits that you will follow unless you interrupt them with intention and a different habit or practice, okay? Default mode can also show up in relationships. So for example, when you are tired, when you're carrying a little more weight than normal, when you are stressed out, when you haven't slept well, there could be some default modes <laughs> or responses that come out of you when you're not being intentional with your words, when you're not being intentional with taking thoughts captive, right? There's default reactions that can come out of us. Or when you're feeling insecure, when you're feeling uh, neglected, or when you're feeling unsupported in some way, there could be some, some crazy thoughts that run through your mind or different behaviors that come out of you. And these are defaults. And they will be default unless you do something about it. So today, I wanted to give a couple of practices that you can consider to disrupt your default mode, okay? Whenever we're in default, we're very much operating unconsciously. We're not being proactive and we're not in the word a lot of the time. We, we don't have our armor of God on. We're just in default mode. So whatever happens in that day tends to affect us for the worst because we're not there affecting the environment instead. Okay, so there is a verse. It's 2 Corinthians 13, 5 through 7 that I think is very important when you consider self-mastery, when you consider being an influencer and a leader, not only for yourself, but for your sphere of influence. And it says this, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Whew, that word right there will preach. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test. I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test, but we pray to God that you may not do wrong, not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. 
Okay, so 2 Corinthians 13, 5 through 7 is essentially having a daily practice of being able to really test and assess whether or not you are walking in faith, whether or not you are thinking in faith and your thoughts are aligned with faith, whether or not you are speaking faith, whether or not you are believing and and being somebody that is aligned and deeply in tune with faith, okay? And unless we, we have that sort of practice of being able to assess ourselves in a very accurate and accountable way, we will continue the same habits and practices, okay? That, that if we don't do that, that is one way that we fall into default mode, okay? Another one is... Dun, dun, dun. Philippians 1.9, and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. Love, let me just break this down. It's not casual. It's not passive. It is not lazy. Love is passionate. Love is, is energetic. Love is a, a constant pursuit, right? It is something that brings life and meaning, okay? So a lot of times we're leading a loveless life. We need to make sure that we're activating that or that we're tuning into that and becoming good receivers of God's love so that we can be energized, so that we can carry God's momentum into what we think, say, and do, okay? And then Hebrews 5, 12 through 14 is another Hmm, corrective word, (laughs) a warning word, a reminder, and it says this, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, okay, so if you've never considered yourself a teacher, here it is, by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So what I actually love about Hebrews is the onus of our faith walk, the onus of our walking out righteousness, the onus of our walking out our salvation and walking out our our new man, our new nature every day is on us. It is on us to decide to co-labor with God, to decide to grow up and mature in our faith and in our awareness of who we are now that God is living on the inside of us, right? And if we don't do that, if we just count on listening to sermons, or if we just count on one day a week getting a, a inspiring message that we can listen to, right? It's not going to be enough to really train our discernment. It says here, you have to have your powers of discernment trained by what? By constant practice. So that what? So that you can distinguish good from evil. It's not enough, right? To just let life go by, just occasionally get messages. You're not going to be strong enough with your discernment to really understand and recognize, is this good or evil? Okay, because there's a lot of things that look good. There's a lot of things that sound good, but they're actually evil, right? Like the angel, right? The devil pranced around like an angel of light. 
but he's not that at all, right? He also walks around. He's on the prowl looking for whom he can devour, looking for who is drifting, looking for who he can prey on, right? So these are all ways to to really encourage us and motivate us to take our self-mastery, to take our inner work to the next level and be diligent about it, not casual about it, okay? So how I wanted to break this down simply for you on today is to give you a different way to look at this. So I have a practice for myself and I give this to a lot of my clients just called tune in, tune out, tune in, tune out, tune in, tune out. And so I love that there's the difference there. So essentially what both of these are, are centering techniques. That's what I would call them centering techniques, okay? So tuning out is when the world has become super loud, all right? When we're noticing that we're more irritable, that we have a short fuse, that any little thing could potentially trigger us or set us off, that we just don't have, you know, any space (laughs) for any sort of distraction or for anything to not go well. We just don't have capacity for it. When that is starting to happen, it's not necessary to be on social media. It's not necessary to be consuming a ton of news. It's not necessary to to find some sort of numbing technique, but what usually is needed is a centering technique, and preferably, I would say, the tuning out techniques, okay? So tuning out techniques are techniques that you can use that will turn down the noise in your life. They are designed to turn down the noise in your life. So Examples of what these could be are getting out in nature. So drive if you must to some place where you can literally get out in nature where all you hear is the cracking of twigs under your feet, the rocks that you're walking on, maybe a stream in the distance, some birds chirping. You're just able to not hear the noise of the city, to not hear the dings of your cell phone, to not hear any other noise. Okay, not even listening to necessarily podcasts or anything, just giving yourself space to to tune out the world. All right, so that's a tune out technique. Another one of those could be doing a active visualization is what I would call that. So a tuning out technique is take a scripture verse, let's say, or take a journal prompt and start visualizing that. So picture a time when you are the most joyful, excited, present, abundant self. Picture a time where you were that self, right? And and really just go on a journey of discovering what does that look like? What does that feel like? Where were you? Who was in your world, right? And just doing a visualization. Okay, sometimes a visualization could be literally like letting go of things. You could do a visualization where any weight that is on you, you can name it. So where are you experiencing the weight in your body? Okay, where are you experiencing the heaviness? What what caused that? Where is it living in your body? And then actively releasing that so that you can receive something else and clarify what you're gonna receive instead. So I usually turn that into a prayer, like God, I am releasing the the pressure of um, pleasing this person, or I'm releasing the weight of trying to 
lean on my own understanding and trying to figure out the specific situation or I'm releasing the weight of, of not trusting you with this thing, right? And then you release it to God so that you can receive something different. In its place, I receive peace. In its place, I receive guidance. In its place, I receive uh, wisdom, right? And so then other things that you could do are tuning in techniques. And tuning in techniques are really to check in with you and really to discover where do you need to tune in? Where do you need more clarity? Where do you need more wisdom? Where do you need more direction? So I like to do a lot of breathing, deep breathing exercises where you breathe in and you let your, your whole belly, you know, come in. And then you can breathe out. And so usually when I'm breathing in, I breathe in as long as I can, maybe for three seconds you breathe in, and then I hold it for three, and then I blow the air out of my mouth for three. And I'll just do deep breathing exercises to just center in. And that's something that you can even do if you had like a bathroom break at work or something like that, or if you just need to take five away from the kids, whatever you need to do. Um, I will also tune in by journaling, just so I'm, what am I thinking about? What is on my heart? That might even be a prompt, and then I'll just start journaling, and then I'll have a conversation with God about that. Or sometimes I will even schedule like a, a staycation or a mini retreat uh, where I live and just spend that time being able to sleep, being able to journal, being able to maybe eat my favorite foods, but to really tune out the world and tune into what is going on in my mind with my emotions, right? And really just get clear. So for you, I want to invite you, you can even do a really good Google search. I have plenty of other exercises as well. Um, so even booking a coaching session to do some self-discovery work is an option there. Or even investing in the self-mastery course that I have on my website, that's another way to do some of this tuning in work. But I encourage you to explore ways just make a list of even your, your top five to 10 things that you can do to tune out the noise in the world. Maybe that is doing a 30-day no TV challenge, or maybe that is doing you know a social media fast where you're only on it for a certain number of hours a day or even certain days during the week and other days are totally off limits, right? But setting some of these boundaries for you so that you can really feel the wholeness in your soul. So coming up with a list of the tune out techniques, coming up with a list of the tuning in techniques to really get clear on where you're at, whether that's journaling, whether that's talk therapy, whether that's hiring a coach, whether that is, uh, you know, having some sort of workbook or devotional that you're working through, what can you do to actually tune in? And the idea is here is that you actually want to feel what you're feeling and think about what you're thinking about, but do it, I recommend, with God or with somebody that can hold you accountable so that you're not, you know, limiting your own perspectives there. So those are a couple of ideas that you can do to tune in and tune out. But it is so, so important when you're on a faith journey to constantly be checking in and not falling into default mode, okay? Because once we're in default mode, all these other things can start falling apart. So I'm curious, are you feeling like you need to tune in or tune out if you have some some ideas that you would love to share, other things that you want to hear about on this podcast, be sure to let me know. And if you haven't already, there's some exciting things coming through the pipeline here. So if you haven't already, make sure that you go to julianapage.com and get my freebie on the website because that'll connect you to my newsletter as well. So you'll be the first to know different updates coming down the line. All right, guys, take some time to either tune in or tune out this week. And until next time, Stay blessed.